Hello and a precious good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and let me welcome you to this this episode of our ongoing fellowship with the world. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. Oh, thank you, Father. Because in the midst of every storm, you are our peace. You are our shalom. Our faith is in you. Our faith is in your wisdom. And our faith is in your power. Now, thank you, Heavenly Father. You who watch over us do not sleep, neither do you slumber. And thank you, Lord, for everything. We thank you for your sense of direction for us. We thank you for your sense of purpose. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for unveiling your will and your plan to us. Thank you, Lord, this morning we confess, we acknowledge and we confess every good thing that you have made available for us in Christ. We acknowledge this morning that we are what your word says we are. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your faithfulness, which will not change, which will, which will not reduce. We thank you because you are able to keep us and to bring us to where you want us to be. We bless you, Lord. We honor you. Thank you so much, Lord. And I thank you for every member of this family, for whatever they are. I declare it safe in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. And everyone this morning, we say a mighty Amen and amen and amen. Before I start this morning, beloved, I want to make the following statement with regards to last Sunday's message two days ago. I almost did not send out a new message this morning just so that we can take more time to look at the message, to listen over and over and over again. Why is that very important? Because last Sunday's message was like a summary, a 50-minute summary of all that has been said so far, of where God has been trying to bring us to. And so, beloved, each time you do, there's always something that you're going to find in that message. There is deliverance, there's healing, there's a direction, there's a place of settlement. It's like God settling us on a place. Now, in addition, let me remind you of this. You have to come to a place of faith where you are established on some key truths. That means you believe them beyond belief. What do I mean? You believe it to a point that there is nothing else you will see that will change that place. And that message has some of those truths where you can stand, where you can build your faith upon, where you can build your life upon, where you can build your ministry upon. Everything from personal relationship with one another, everything from family relationship and how God always wanted us to relate with him. So beloved, I encourage you, please save the message out where you can always have access to it. And thank God it's also available on the podcast. So if you cannot save it out on your phone, please write down the title of the message and the date and you can always get access to it because it will always be available on the podcast. If you log on to my podcast, 
www.anchor.fm slash pastor cj if you scroll down to that date because most of the messages are numbered by date if you scroll down to the date you'll find the message it will always be there you can download or listen online please i highly encourage you to do that it will not only be a refresher always be something to help you re-establish some certain key truths upon which you can build your faith praise god amen and amen but this morning we will continue our journey in understanding the ministry of jesus and we have been looking at specifically at the message beloved don't forget if the message is wrong everything that will follow will be wrong again if the message is wrong if it is superstition if it is half truth or if it's a lie whether it is told sincerely or not the result will always be the same what you feed in is what grows the seed that you plant will bear a corresponding fruit you cannot plant mango and expect to reap watermelon it's not gonna happen so it is very important and as we can see jesus himself was very particular with this message so also the apostles who heard from him mouth to mouth and those that he appeared to praise god so we want to pay very close attention to the message again why is this important jesus came to show us a model for our life for our walk with the father so if he preached a particular message then we cannot do otherwise we have to understand what he preached so that that will also be our message again like we have mentioned over and over you know of course that the message he preached was the message about heaven's kingdom realm or about the kingdom of god for example matthew chapter 4 verse number 17 has this to say from the time on jesus began to proclaim his message with this word that means the opening statement of his ministry keep turning away from your sins and come back to god for heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible the other translation simply says repent for the kingdom of god is at hand and i understand some people are having a little bit of challenge with the interpretation of the word repent beloved repentance is always first of the mind don't forget what was corrupted in the garden was man's mind again adam and eve did not commit anything on our list of sins for them to become sinners they became sinners because they received a certain knowledge of good and evil and it corrupted their mind and as long as they followed that corruption in their mind it produced sins of action so while man will try to cure a problem from the surface god who knows all cures the problem from the root if a man's mind is changed that man's behavior will change you cannot tell somebody who believes that he needs to do a certain thing who believes that if he doesn't get a certain thing he will never be alive it doesn't matter whatever you caution that man they are, they will go ahead to do the same thing until suddenly their mind changes whether it is repent or repent from your sins it is still the same thing don't forget 
if it was just sins of action, the world will not be repent. It will be stop sinning. Repentance is always of the mind. Praise God. Amen. So let me give you an example of where Jesus was preaching about this kingdom so that you understand what kind of emphasis he was using. Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 44. Jesus says, heaven's kingdom realm can be illustrated like this. A person discovered that there was a hidden treasure in a field. Upon finding it, he hid it again. Because of uncovering such treasure, he was overjoyed. Don't forget, when this man discovered this kingdom, he was overjoyed and sold all that he possessed to buy the entire field just so he could have the treasure. 45. Heaven's kingdom realm is also like a jewel merchant in search of rare pearls. 46. When he discovered one very precious and exquisite pearl, he immediately gave up he had in exchange for it. Beloved, this was Jesus using parables or allegories to explain how precious this kingdom realm is and the reaction of those who discover this kingdom. Don't forget the value of this kingdom in the mind of this man made him to bury it again and again and then goes around to buy the entire field just so he can have possession of this treasure again a merchant jewel finds this wonderful pearl and says everything he has to take hold of this precious jewel beloved that will give us an idea of what reaction people should have when they actually hear about the kingdom of God. Praise God. That's just a beginning example. So let's go get down a little bit lower to look at the content of the message. Don't forget, last Saturday I mentioned about the intent of the message. That is, what purpose was this message supposed to achieve? So today we continue to look at the content of the message the words and the style of the message i just did that i just gave you an example of the words jesus used and the style of the message now there is no doubt that this message was about the kingdom of god don't forget the kingdom of god now when you look a little bit closer it is not difficult to understand it is the kingdom of god First of all, so you hear Jesus, all the scriptures use these two words interchangeably, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Please pay attention. The kingdom of heaven just means that this kingdom is out of this world. Again, the kingdom of heaven does not necessarily point to a physical place. It just means that this kingdom is out of this world. Now, secondly, it is the kingdom of God, which means that God is this kingdom. Let me repeat. It is as simple. It should not be misunderstood. The Bible calls it the kingdom of God. The message was about the kingdom of God. If it is the kingdom of God, it there means that first of all, this kingdom is not a place. This kingdom is not a thing. This kingdom is a person and that person 
happens to be God. It is the kingdom of God, meaning that God is this kingdom. Please, it's very important that we get this simple foundation. Just look at it. It wasn't complicated. It wasn't too much hard to understand. The kingdom of God means that God is this kingdom. So wherever this God is, that kingdom is. Don't forget, kingdom just means a domain under a king. But now, if it is the kingdom of God, it means that God himself is this kingdom. Don't forget, God himself is this kingdom. This kingdom is not a place. It's not a thing. It is a person. And again, so when you hear the kingdom of heaven, it is not necessarily pointing to a physical place. It simply means that this kingdom realm, this kingdom realm is outside of this physical one. It's outside of this world. Praise God. Now, let's go back and look at the opening statement of Jesus so we can bring something out from this place. It simply says, repent for the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven's realm is now accessible beloved that's what jesus says now if it is just now accessible when jesus said it it means that beforehand it was not accessible again if this kingdom of god is just now being made available or being made accessible it means that there was a time this kingdom was not available now let's move on if this kingdom is God, as we identified this morning, and Jesus says the kingdom of God is now accessible, that means that, and this kingdom is God, that means that there was a time God was not accessible. Don't forget that. God was not accessible. Men had ideas about God. Men tried to access God, don't forget, that was what gave birth to all religions. Men were trying to access God, but he was not available. Now Jesus comes and he says, now God is now available. God is now within hand. Don't forget, the kingdom of God means this kingdom is about God. God is the king here. And God is the kingdom that has been talked about. And Jesus says, now God is available. God is accessible. Now, if you begin to follow this, it will not be difficult for you to see the error in most of the messages that we had. This message was not about man. It was not about what man can do. It was not about what man has done. No, this message was about God being made available. God making himself accessible. God being within reach. Praise God. In other words, this message was about heaven coming down to men this message was about god coming down to men it was not about men qualifying to go to a place no this message was about god himself being made available god himself being made accessible don't forget the way god always wanted god always wanted fellowship with us jesus says the kingdom of god meaning god is now here 
God has come down to us. God has come down to be with us. Now, I'm going to give you some scripture references and then I will make some more observations. Please don't forget the central message that we're trying to convey by the Spirit of God this morning is that the kingdom of God is about the person of God. Don't forget, there were times when they told us that the kingdom of God was about this territory. It was about this territory. It was about dominating the kingdom of entertainment, the kingdom of politics, the kingdom of that, the kingdom of this. Beloved, let us go back to what Jesus preached. Let us go back to what the apostles preached. You know why? If we preach the same message they preached, I guarantee, not me guaranteeing, but by the authority of God, I will tell you, it will have the same impact the message had then. Don't forget, let me repeat one more time. If we preach the same message Jesus preached, if we preach the same message the apostles preached, it will have the same impact it had then. So let's get this clear. The message Jesus preached, the message the apostles preached was about God coming down to dwell don't forget this kingdom is about god being made available to man god being made accessible to man if it was just done now that means before it was not so second corinthians chapter 6 verse number 16 says or what agreement does the temple of god have with idols for we are the temple of the living God, just as God said. Now, the apostle is quoting Ezekiel, the prophecy of Ezekiel. And what did that prophecy say? God said through prophet Ezekiel, I will dwell among them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Now, the apostle Paul is telling the believer, you are the temple of God. Beloved, don't forget, please don't forget, we have already established over and over that a kingdom has a king that rules over a place. Now, Apostle Paul is making that a little bit clearer. For what he says, we are the temple of the living God. Don't forget, don't forget, beloved, this is very simple to understand, but it will lead us to a direction that will help you answer a lot of questions. So that is why I keep reemphasizing the foundation again and again and again. Now, let me read something to you and then we'll explain this much later. Revelation chapter 21, I think is the last verse of the whole Bible. Revelation chapter 21, beginning from verse 1, says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away. Don't forget, Jesus says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all nations. Then the end of that dimension will cease. Now, the Bible says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven, don't forget, watch that, the first heaven, not just the earth, the first heaven, don't forget, the first heaven and the first earth passed away, and there is no longer any sea. Verse 2, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Three, 
and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among the people, and he will dwell among them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be among them, and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. Praise God. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain, for the first things have passed away. The first things have passed away. Beloved, we have been on a journey and we are getting somewhere. And when we get there, you will understand why some statements I made are so radical. But it's important we have these foundations below our belt. Now, I'm out of time already, so let me stop here. Beloved, don't forget, the message Jesus preached, the message the apostles preached, was not about going to a particular place. It was about God coming down to be available and accessible to man. I don't know what else would transform a man greater than when God dwells in that man. Praise God. And again, if we preach, I believe with all my heart that if you and I will preach the same message Jesus preached, the same message the apostles preached, it will have the same impact, if not greater, that it had then. And as this world grows more and more into confusion, beloved, trust me, the world is being prepared to accept something better. As the systems of the world fail over and over again, the world is being prepared. The world is being prepared to accept something better that is coming. Praise God. I hope that your eyes of the Spirit can see and catch what I'm saying this morning for you to have a better understand it. I don't know whether the world will get safer. I don't know whether the world will get any healthier. But one thing I know is that God has a plan and those plans are perfectly falling in place. Praise God. Amen and amen. You can now begin to understand that this gospel is beyond whether I ate breakfast this morning or I drank just only water. Beloved, look up. Look up and look at the global events. And they come back and think about what you just heard this morning. A lot will make more sense to you. I will stop here and I'll come back to you again tomorrow. And I decree and I declare over you, wherever you are, you are safe. When you're on the road, the road is safe for you. When you fly, the skies are safe for you. Wherever you are, you will dwell in safety. Enjoy your day. And this morning, don't forget, you have been served. Shalom.